This is Malloy on Triple M. It's Thursday. It's very exciting around here because we get to check in with the great Jim Jeffries from LA and he joins us right now on Malloy. Thursday ritual, big fella. How are you, Jim? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. How are you guys going? I'm not too bad. It's with a heavy heart we speak today. Uh, The sad passing of a giant. Uh, yeah. In the porn industry, Larry Flint. Can you give me your first? Me- yeah, you, uh, were you a fan of his work? I've been sitting down all day to honour him. <laughs> I haven't moved. Yeah, my, my penis is at half mast. I mean, that's okay. how seriously I'm taking it. In my house, it was National Geographic, Playboy, <laughs> Penthouse, Hustler. But do you know yeah. what? It, it got me thinking about the old porn stash. Yeah. Young kids today would have no idea. They just get on the computer and tap it in and. There it is. The idea of having one and hiding one was a very serious endeavour. I used to work at the, the news agents in the Sinai Shopping Centre in Sydney as a paper boy. My parents had me working there at 11, but throwing out the trash yeah. and all this type of stuff and doing the paper. I'm 11 years old and I'd have to throw out the bins. Now, the only good thing was at the end of the month, they'd throw away all the magazines that hadn't been sold. Right. Oh. So I'd fill me bag with Hustler Penthouse and Playboy. <laughs> I was getting $5 a shift for three hours, right? There's was slave labour. But then I was selling the magazines off at school for a fiver. So what would happen is I had a whole heap of the magazines under me bed in this, like, sort of hidden at the back of the drawer. My mum would find them, and every time I'd come home from school, if my room had been cleaned, I'd be like, oh, no. i go straight to the stack drawer. i go, oh, God, what's happened here? i go straight to the drawer, and if the drawer was empty i'd run out to the wheelie bin and then i'd collect them up and then i'd bring them back to my room and the circle of life would continue right? there it is. anyway it got to a stage where she'd found them so many times mm. that i thought i have to up me security here right? <laughs> so i got myself a little yes. tiny like spatulary type of garden shovel yes i got a me push bike and i rode out into the into kringo <laughs> national park right? i went about uh, three four kilometers in until I found a tree that I thought was fairly secluded. I dug a hole and I buried the magazines. And then about once a week when I got the little twitchy feeling downstairs, I'd ride me bike out to the tree. It was a simpler time. I never remember an episode of the Wonder Years where Kevin was upset with Winnie. Yeah, that, he... that did it for you. Hey, someone someday will be building like a new housing development yeah. out there and they'll excavate yeah. and the digger will dig in. Yeah, right. And up will come a huge pile of porno mags and it'll have them. <laughs> Stumped. Yeah. I go, who, what, where, out here? It'd be like a time capsule. They always had the titles cut off them with a Stanley knife because that was sent back to the uh, magazine people to get the refund. Yes. So they have a very distinctive <laughs> look. So if you find them, there's a couple of girls there that I'd like to see again. <laughs> Ah, yes. And let's not forget his other magazine, which is often overlooked, Jugs. <laughs> the sheer simplicity right? of Jugs to me was, yeah, yeah, I was down the shallow end of the pool, but still. It was up there with Badunga magazine, <laughs> which was my favourite. Can you hang around, Jim? We've got plenty more to yeah, cover. Okay. This is Malloy on Triple M with Mick Malloy. Jim Jeffries is with us by the podcast. It's uh, available right now. It's called I Don't Know About That. Uh, Jim's joining us now from LA on Malloy. And I have to ask, Super Bowl, we haven't spoken to you oh, yeah. since. How did it go for you? What was the upshot? I went for Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I put I put 500 bucks on them, and only for selfish reasons because he's the same age as me, and I went, oh, I want to see an old bastard do well at something, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then yeah, I won yeah. all the money on that bit, but I lost all the money on prop bets. Okay. I did a couple of stupid ones. I did the bloke singing the national anthem wouldn't be wearing sunglasses. He was some country western singer. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I thought he won't be bloody wearing sunglasses. There's no way in the world that would be disrespectful to wear sunglasses during the national anthem. Turns out he wears sunglasses all the bloody time. So 
<laughs> you haven't done your homework. So while the anthem was going, I was just like swearing and cussing around the house. I wasn't happy about that. Yeah. And then I lost a bit of money on, I gambled that there'd be more than four dogs in the adverts. <laughs> you know, there's dogs in different adverts. Yes. Came in at two, so I didn't win that one either. <laughs> right. well, I like the Bruce Springsteen ad. Did you get that one in Australia? Uh, we did. It was a Jeep ad, right? An $8 million Jeep ad, which, yeah. which can never be shown again. It was a nonsensical sort of, we just went, the, the country's divided, but then we're yeah, yeah, yeah. the roads will take us there. You know, all that type of crap, yes. right? Anyway, they found out like the next day he'd had a DUA in a drunk driving thing. And we go, that's like making Jeffrey Epstein advertise toys. <laughs> like... But he was the drunkest man. He was drunker than Tom Brady at the celebration. <laughs> if you sing it in genre, that, that's got a new song written all over it, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Born to do a runner or something. <laughs> There'll be something. I was coming on past the chicken man last night and I was full of ink. There's got to be a song in it. Absolutely. For sure. Maybe I was drunk to drive. <laughs> Come on. Are you uh, preoccupied at the moment with the Free Britney campaign? Oh, yeah. same, is this something that's interesting you? I'm upset. Have you seen this documentary? I heard about it. Oh, look, you know I'm all about making the jokes, but I want to speak seriously to the people yes. of Australia. Sure. do it. Free Britney. <laughs> free Britney. The, the, the hashtag Free Britney. The, the bloody girl, they've taken all of her money away, and she's slave labour. They're making her sing songs in Vegas and all that time. Yeah. They're putting in mental homes all the time. Give her her money. Let her piss it up the wall if she wants to. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if I'm ever like a celebrity, on a game show and they go name your charity and the other people are going oh it's a St. Jude's Hospital for the Kids and it's a, my charity is the Cancer Foundation and then they'll cut to me and I'll go free Britney free Britney so what's the right called what is it called the Conservatorium Rights Conservatorium Rights or yeah. something her dad took over everything completely and she like what medications he says she has to take she has to take his money he profits off all the things it's, you got a free Britney man so she goes out she does her bit and then comes home and she's under house arrest yeah under house arrest and then and then in between tours they're putting her in mental homes and <laughs> stuff like that ah oh, yeah the straight jacket tour yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what she still rips out a good tune good for you Britney she did a post on Instagram recently which alarmed a lot of people mm. and she was singing a song to her past boyfriend oh yeah Justin Tim What people noticed, which was curious, because it was only sent a couple of weeks ago, but in the background, there was a Christmas tree and under it, there were unopened presents. Oh, yeah. Free Britney! Free Britney! Free Britney! Just baby steps. Just get it open a couple of gifts. You don't have to be free completely. Just give her a couple of presents. Maybe Let there's a... Open a Christmas present. Maybe there's a nice robe she got from her kids or something. You're pretty passionate, but there's only one guy I know more passionate than you about this, Jim, and that's Chris Crocker. Have a listen to him say, leave her alone. Her song is called Give Me More for a Reason because all you people want is more and more more, more, more! <laughs> Leave her alone! You're lucky she even performed for you, bastard! <laughs> Leave Benny alone! He speaks for all of us when he gets to that stage. Passionate. He, he, he didn't yell that much for Nelson Mandela, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like... He's really lost it. Hey, Jim, we got to go. Always a pleasure to catch up with you. The podcast, of course, is going bonkers. Uh, here in Australia. How can people get it, Dave? Well, wherever you get your podcast. Mick's oh, got no, really don't take that tone with me. I was going to share that Mick knows nothing about podcasts. He doesn't know how to download them or yeah, whatever. I know how to stash a porn magazine, <laughs> though. I tell you, I've got the big ones covered. Valet, Larry Flint. By the way, girls, no twerking at the funeral. Yeah, can we just yeah, yeah. all, you know, keep it above yeah, yeah. I, I, He probably invented the lap dance out of necessity, though. <laughs> so I... It was, it was started.